we fill it? So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red or white? A Zana blender burgundy. Drink wine. Spill tea. Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. And I'm CJ, and this is Drink, Drink Wine, wine spill, spill Tea. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So pour yourself a glass of wine. Put in your AirPods. And let's spill some tea. Oh my gosh. So we are so excited. We're remote again. Here we are. We're remote, but we're very excited to have our friend Tyler Bello on the podcast with us. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, That's always my, such a hard question. Like, what, I, I, where do you even begin? Like, I know. I'm like, I'm Tyler. Tell us Zello. your hopes, dreams, fears, and desires. <laughs> That's harder. <laughs> um, my name is Tyler. I'm from Long Island. I should say that, like, I'm really into theater, but my passion is totally, like, music and um, and just art in general. I've been doing theater my whole life. But um, I find that the parts of theater that I like the most come from, you know, the music and the creative aspect of it, like the individual aspect of it. So that's a little bit about myself. I hope to be able to create my own art that people can observe on any sort of scale. And my biggest fear is that I'll die before I'm 35. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> part of the 35 club or 27 club or whatever yeah. it is. Yep. Actually, oh my gosh. I one... hope I don't die before that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I probably will. I mean, out of yeah, the three you're, of us. You're yeah, on I'm, that. I'm, on you're that, on that track. I'm on that track. But I did want to start off this interview by asking you, um, what have you been doing to or have or have you even been doing anything to fulfill you artistically or musically um mm. in this shutdown so during this entire time i mean you know it, it started i was on the road first of all when this happened i was on the road um in florida womp womp. i was in florida <laughs> <laughs> and um i'm in jacksonville when we're about to go so i decide to stay in jacksonville for a week because we don't know how long this is going to be um and we figure out it's like forever basically i get back to long island and i'm like what do i have to do like what do i have to do to make sure that i'm not falling behind in my heart of hearts do you know what i mean because like i feel like i have to be present every day artistically to feel like i'm you know there so i feel in the beginning, it was kind of hard. I, I wasn't able to find the same thing because I was in a routine. It was like I was getting up every day and I had my show and I knew what my form was. Like I knew what I had, I had the plan. So when it got ripped out from under me, I was like, what do I do? You know, like, what do I like? What do I like? What did I do before I was in Hamilton? Um, and, you know, I was in school before I was in Hamilton. So like I literally booked Hamilton like two months after I graduated. So That's yeah, insane. wait, really quickly. Let's see that. Yeah, so you were touring so with Hamilton. <laughs> well, I think it's like nice to like bring it up as we go. Yeah, I know. So, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to just like jump in there and be like, oh, <laughs> so you graduated in 2019 and booked Hamilton immediately. And then who were you? I was Molnad and. In, in the uh, yeah Mulligan Madison noise yeah so it was pretty cool. it was pretty crazy it was honestly so crazy so it was like everything was going like really fast so even like thinking back like what was I doing before Hamilton it was like oh I was like trying to be in Hamilton <laughs> like do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> so it's like well, what what do I like and and um 
you know, I sat there. I, I got a camera during the because I'm very, I'm into photography too. But that's like a very new passion. That's like a that's a, something I developed on tour. I like like I have a few friends that are photographers or aspiring to be photographers, and um, it was inspiring just to see that the the joy they got from it. I, I do it more for like a and that like a a fulfillment. Like it makes me feel good mm-hmm. when I'm doing it, and, and I and I am fulfilling something artistically. But the thing that recently has um not so recently, but Maybe halfway through the quarantine, I was able to um, get back into making music. Um, and I've never really released anything, but I plan to release an EP soon, maybe next year or, yes. you know, definitely next year. Not maybe next year because it's almost January. That's crazy. Yeah. So I plan to do that. And I plan to to just keep going down a path of individual artistic creativity as well as, you know, being in Hamilton, because that's much more of a team game. You know, like totally. I have my teams back i'm gonna be there for them like we are we are in hamilton so we all have that and then there's my artistic integrity that i can hold to myself so that's what i learned a lot about Uh, this quarantine that's so cool yeah i love that and you said before that you have been doing theater for pretty much most of your life yeah um Mm -hmm. how old were you when you started and when did you know that this is the path you wanted to go down for the rest of your life yeah so so basically, I, um, I've been doing theater since I was, like, in shows since I was, like, 11. But I've been, like, on stage before that, you know, like, doing little talent shows, like, high school, yeah. like, high, you know, things like that, yeah. high school musical type things, like, where you're, like, <laughs> just, like, but, um, yeah, I, I've been doing it for a while. And I didn't really know what I wanted to go to school for um, until literally my senior year. Like, I didn't know I wanted to do theater. I feel like a lot of people that do theater are like that. It's like, what am I going to go to school for? Like, what am I doing? You know, because it's like so many, it's just hard. It's just hard to tell somebody, your parents, anybody, you know, I want to go to school for theater. And my parents are very, you know, they were supportive of me, but you know, it's hard because it's like, it's not guaranteed. And I could have gone and and done something else that would have assured that I had a job that I, you know what I mean? All of these things. Right. Um, but I decided during senior year. So, um, one of my teachers passed away when I was in high school and she had influenced my life a lot. She had influenced my view on music and theater and who I was. And um, basically when she passed, like, you know, I wanted to like do honor something her, for myself yeah. and honor her. It's like, yeah, totally. we, I'm going to go to school for at least music. And then I decided I'm going to go to school for theater, musical theater. So. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. lovely. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It's always so cool when somebody influences your life so yeah. positively like that. And it's I, I can relate to that. It's something that you always remember. And I love that. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it truly was great. Do you find that living so close to like the city and being in New York really helped influence that decision as well? Like theater was accessible to you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it wasn't so far from me. It, it, it wasn't so distant. It wasn't like I have to pack my bags. I have to go to New York. I have to go out yeah. on a limb. It was like, no, it was like I grew up here. Um, it's my, in your backyard. Yeah. I, and I have friends that live you know, in the boroughs, it wasn't like I'm unfamiliar, you know? So it's like, I, I grew up in New York and I, and I knew that it was accessible because I had been seeing shows for years. So um, it was definitely something that that wasn't the scary part. The scary part definitely wasn't the, um, you know, what am I like, where am I going to go? Or it, it was, that was the calming part. It was like, well, I'm here. So. Right. Yeah. How do you feel that it, um, like, I mean, going straight from school 
into like a, not even just like a professional job, but like the professional job, like a huge tour. Yeah. Um, how did that feel? Like, did you feel thrown into it? Did you feel prepared? Like, what was that like? I felt completely like knocked off my rocker. I couldn't believe it. Well, you where know? did you go to school? I went to school at five, um, five Towns College, and, and I, I could. Where is that? Long Island as well. So it's Dix. Great. It's in Dix Hills, and it's um I, I um you know the program was great. You know I um learned a lot, but you know the thing that was good about the program was definitely that towards the end of it, like we got connections, and by that I mean like it didn't help me get into Hamilton, but it helped me understand what people are looking for in the room. So you know casting directors and things like that were often often they would come to to our school during our senior showcase class or something to talk to us to like get us to you know understand what people are looking for and that was like really really helpful if you had to give advice to someone asking what if someone was asking you what do you think people looking for in the room and asking your advice on that and like how you go about doing that do you what would you tell them i would um i would probably say when you go into the room um be yourself be like a hundred percent yourself don't be what somebody thinks you should be because i'll tell you that i got ham i'm pretty sure that the reason i got hamilton was because they saw like the spirit that i had the energy that i brought into the room you know what i mean and and it wasn't something that i had to put on and it was one of the only times i felt like that in the audition room too if i'm being honest it felt like it felt good, and I knew that that was something that attracted people to to certain actors. Like I knew that the naturalness that comes with it, with you, it might not work for everything. It's not going to work for everything. You're going to get a lot of no's, but it's going to work for something, and that's something. Like it could change your life because opportunity is not a lengthy visitor. You know what I mean? But right. be ready yeah. when it comes. So that's how I feel about it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, and. Can I tell you a story about actually when I booked Hamilton? Yes. yes please, we love stories. <laughs> so, just so you know, the day I booked Hamilton, the day before that, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend broke up with me. Like, no <gasps> joke. My girlfriend broke up with me, and the next morning, my agent called me and told me I booked Hamilton. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and, See you, girl. And, and the reason why I tell you that is because I thought that that was the craziest part. But then, I didn't realize... I, my grandma was on the phone with my dad. I was talking to my dad on one phone and my agent was calling me on another phone. So I was like, yo, dad, I got to go. I got to go. And I put my phone down thinking I hung up the phone <laughs> and I'm like talking to my agent and my agent's like talking to me and like telling me I booked it and all this shit. And, oh, am I allowed to curse on this? Oh, yes. Yeah, so we like, prefer it. We encourage it. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, my agent's like telling me this shit and I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> So, so I'm like getting hype and you know, he hangs up. I'm about to call my dad, but there's like this phantom noise in the background. It's like, <gasps> like my dad's oh my crying God. on the oh, other so phone because he, he heard me. He heard me get, we got the news at the same time. It was incredible. That's I had no such idea. a special thing. I have it really chills. was. It really was. It really was. It was, oh. it was so like, the. I am eternally grateful for like this experience that i had with hamilton because aside from doing the show like booking the show was such a incredible feeling because totally. you, your life does change you know what i mean and it can happen for literally anybody you know what i mean it can happen yeah. for anybody that works hard anybody that wakes up and decides they're going to go to the audition because also 
Another thing about this audition, my best friend told me about it. I wasn't even going to go. Oh, wow. So, like, I didn't know it was a thing until somebody else told me. And it's always like that, too. It's like, just, you know, just be ready. That's my, just be ready, you know? Yeah. Did so you did go you to an open, sorry, did you go to an open call or was this yeah. an appointment? Yeah. Yeah, no, you I went did? To a, I went to an EPA. It wasn't even really an open call. It was an EPA. So, I went to an EPA. I was in equity. Wow. Um, and I uh, waited, as you have to do when you're not in equity. Mm. <laughs> and I waited and I waited and everybody came in and you know they were like okay well we definitely won't see non-equity until after lunch and it's like you know when they say that it's like oh, okay so we're not gonna get seen today so I, I you know I got seen and honestly I got seen and I thought it was nothing you know what I mean I was like whatever but when I got a call back like I think it was about a week and a half two weeks later I thought that you could have told me that I was ready to die. I was like, whatever, I don't even need to book the show. You know what I mean? Like, I got a call back. Yeah. I was like, whatever, I could die. Um, <laughs> but um, the experience of auditioning, it really did show me what I said earlier. It's like they want you to be you and natural and like yeah. natural enough to take the notes too. Like, you know what I mean? They don't want to see you like take the note. I, I don't. I don't want to say they don't want to because I don't know. But from what I get, it's like. They, they want to see you take the notes in the essence of yourself because you're going to be okay. different than everybody. So Yeah. And if you feel comfortable, like, what was that audition and callback process like? Mm, it, it was... Like, like, how long did it go on? And you, you, you yeah, know. yeah. Um, so I... It, it was about, I want to say, like, three months, give or take. Give or take, you know. And it was a few auditions. So I went in the first time, did the EPA... And then I got like an initial callback. I'm not even sure if the first one that you go back to is called a callback. It like literally might be like an appointment. It might have just been an appointment, you know. So um, I got an appointment and it's getting recorded. And I'm thinking like this is like the big time. But it was literally like still just like an appointment, you know. And then I got called back again. And this time it was more serious because the um, the music supervisor and the... Um, supervising director was there and i knew that it was definitely like a little more serious like i was like oh, okay i gotta i got a little nervous i'm not gonna lie and that was probably the <laughs> worst audition that i had with them it was the least natural i was and they could tell it was like they literally like i think that it was so not what they expected even what i expected that like when i went back next time i made sure even more to like make sure that i was natural in that way mm -hmm. because then there was another time and that last time they um in between that last time they wanted me to go and see the show so they got me a ticket to go see the show nice. and at that time oh, sick. yeah and at that time you know that was pretty cool but the the middle ground between the first callback and the second callback i was like it was m like months like it was like a month and a half to two months i was like oh i just i, just, I guess they just like wanted me to see the show you know what i mean i didn't know um so then when i finally got that callback again things started to pick up a little more it was like so that happened and then they liked what they saw and then it happened again because they liked what they saw. And then I had to do a mover call and then I found out I booked it. Yes, mover call. Yeah. So it, it was like the beginning was slow. It was like I could tell that it was like, you know what I mean? Either they were still looking at people or the person wasn't sure that they were leaving yet or something. You know what I mean? Right. So it was a little it was a little slower in the beginning of the callback process. So also like be patient because you never know. Because like literally you think you're not going to get something. And then a month later, two months later, they call you, you know, Broadway's like national tour is oh like, gosh. yeah, you know, it really does happen. And, you know, even if it is few and far, you know, in yeah. between, it's like 
it happens, you know. <laughs> Did you initially go in, like, when they called you back specifically? Was it always for Mulligan Madison? Always. Always. Wow. From always. the beginning. Wow. Always. That's never, how, they never threw anyone else in there. It was nope. just like, this is what you are from the beginning. That's yep, crazy. Always Mo Mad. I walked in and it was like, it was, it was, that's why I'm saying it. Cause it was like, also after being on tour, I can, I can tell what the energy is. And I, I can tell that, you know, because they, they talked to us about how like being a swing and stuff and being a, um, standby is so difficult you have to have all of those energies you can't just be one of those you can't just be more mad and be a cover for hamilton you know what i mean so i i can tell that when it comes down to like things like this it's like about the energy you bring to the room sort of right especially yeah, if you're like insane. gonna yeah yeah exactly yeah it's crazy <laughs> so i also know that you and our friend zoe started at the same time mm -hmm. um, for hamilton so you guys were rehearsing together yes um what was what was that rehearsal process like she told us a little bit about it oh um, yeah but what was it like it was it was hard <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was hard it was um it was the most intense thing i've done definitely like there was nothing there was nothing that compared to it um and zoe she was learning um you know eliza so we don't really interact with each other so i'm over there learning choreography like and she's like seven scenes ahead of me i'm like what the heck is going on i'm like do i suck i'm like you know meanwhile because i'm like learning literally the choreography for like these huge opening numbers and right. when i tell you that that was learning those things was really intense for me like because i'm not a dancer so you know the fact that i like would learn that is something that I feel like I can tell my kids because it's like I don't <laughs> dance. Do you know what I mean? It's like I don't. Do. Yeah, it's, I, it's like I don't really dance like that. It's like I can move. You teach me the choreography, I can do it. But it was like I had to learn it so fast. It is quick. It is not like it's not like you know when you get cast in a show in college or anything or even outside of college. It's like you have you feel like you have a little more time. With this, it felt like I did have more time, but it was so much information that it felt like I had significantly less time because it was so much more information. But also that challenge proved that like I could do something like that. Totally. And, and, yeah. and it was, it was so, it was so rewarding and I wouldn't trade it in for anything because seriously, like that experience was so hard, but now I feel like I can do, I can do so much more because of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you were like learning it like by yourself too, right? Like it's not like, yeah, I the cast like... wasn't there. It was literally right. me and me and Zoe were the only two cast members that were learning it there. So it was, you know, um, our resident, it wasn't even our resident choreographer. It was our associate choreographer, our supervising director. And then, you know, we had different music directors come in every now and then. So it was really just us two just being watched by like the creative team. Um, and it wasn't like they were like watching, they were, they were teaching us, you know what I mean? Okay. So it, it was, it, they were doing their job and they're doing their job. Damn good. Like hella good. They were fucking killing it. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Cause I got it. Cause I figured it out because they were right. so good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> so different than when you're like learning it with like a cast, like you were saying, like you have all that time and like, you know, if there are a couple of people that aren't necessarily dancers, they're, they're struggling together and it's like, Oh, we'll figure yeah. it out. Like blah, blah, blah. But with that, it's like, it's just you. Like and yep. you didn't have Zoe to rely on. She didn't have you to rely on really. You're learning yeah. two completely different things. Yeah. And we didn't really know each other before that. Like literally like we didn't know each other at all. So we, we came in and it was just like strangers learning, like, right. you know what I mean? These huge parts, like these humongous <laughs> things, like, you know, and, and we're obviously both, both stressed. You know what I mean? Like, um, I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled out like oh my God. during oh my God. like during this. So like so like me never booked any like you know not doing this is my first real job. I'm like 
talking to my like stage manager like hey like i gotta get my wisdom teeth taken out i'm in a lot of pain can i reschedule <laughs> like one of my things like which is crazy because like honestly you know i would never do anything like that but literally i couldn't like open my mouth no you know what i mean you had to. So, yeah so 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 it was just like crazy um but that's yeah. so funny i didn't know that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's it like, okay, so learning something with just the two of you, and mm-hmm. then you have it, and then doing it with the cast, and then, like, putting, like, that all together. Was that just, like, a mind fuck? It was, it was, like, it's completely different, you know? You learn the parts, and you have that, like, skeleton, and it's like, cool, I know the choreography. And then you get on the stage with everybody, and it's like, oh, cool, I know the choreography, and I have to be on eight, and I have to be on this, because it's kind of like, it's there's everybody is so reliant on you to do the right thing like we are a team and hamilton one best choreography because everything is choreographed it, you may think that something is not it may look like somebody's walking but ev- somebody's throwing a chair behind that person walking so you know what i, I mean? had no clue before <laughs> i saw it i was literally like oh my gosh every single move yeah every single thing every single thing so it's like we are very we we are we trust everybody that they're gonna you know, be on their marks and, and, and things change, obviously. But, you know, it was a completely different experience because it was, it was, you felt different. You felt the family aspect of it, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You felt like these are my people and I can't let my people down because my people won't let me down. So it's like when you're rehearsing by yourself, you know, letting yourself down is a lot less. It, you feel bad, but like you're able to be like, okay, it's just me. It's like when it's other people, it's like you do not want to, you're not going to bump into them because you know, you're risking their life. You know what I mean? You're not their life, but literally you could hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. And so, okay. So you grew up in Long Island mm-hmm. and you went to school in Long Island. Yep. And then right after school, you went on a tour. What was that like? Just because I, you've stayed, mm-hmm. you know, where mm-hmm. you were from, and then you yeah. all of a sudden were just traveling. Yep. What was that like, like leaving like your home and your family and just uprooting it, your life like that? It was, um, it was scary, but um, I was so excited. Like it, it almost, it almost didn't matter. And, and and I think that I was really lucky too because you know I'm from Long Island, and the first two places we went were Schenectady, which is like two hours away from where I live. Oh, right. And then we went to Philly, which is two hours away from where I live. So I could go home any of those times. It was a very easy transition for me. I'm not, you know, I don't want to pretend like it was really hard for me because it was like, everybody was very close. So like my friends came to see me in my opening city. My family came to see me in my opening city. I was very blessed and I was very lucky. I know it doesn't happen like that for everybody. It didn't happen like that for Zoe. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I was very lucky that it landed like that, that everything happened like that. Because going to Virginia and, and, and Florida and stuff like that was different. You know, that was different than things that I'm used to. But like I'm saying, I had transitioned to living by myself already closer to home. So it didn't matter where I was. You know what I mean? It was like my fa- my family was a phone call away. I didn't mess around that much out there because, you know, there are a lot of crazy people in the world. So it's like yeah. I'm not going to mess around in these places that I don't know. So, you know, um, that was the only part that was a little hard, I want to say. When, 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 when I'm in areas that I don't know and it's like I feel like people are looking at me weird for, for no reason, you know. And, and it's not always like that. It's not really common, but it happened in some cities. You know, that's the only, that's the only time it's kind of like, ugh, you know, like I wish that like I had more of a comfort system than right. all these new people I know on the road who are lovely and I love them so much. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, it's not your family, you know? Yeah, no, totally, totally. But I feel like it kind of, I mean, I from what I can tell with just like multiple people on tours and stuff, like it really does kind of become somewhat of your family which they really are that's really cool that's the thing it's like they can help you in 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 so many ways do you know what i mean like they can help you 
in every way that you think that they can. But, you know, obviously things can only can only go so far because, you know, yeah. you can't put that on, you know, your cast members. So it's like, oh, totally. it, you know, it goes, they are our family. Like we have each other's back to the end. You know what I mean? So like yeah. that is one thing that is also I'm really lucky about too. I'm blessed that our cast is just so great. <laughs> right. Yeah. How does it feel like being part of such a huge legacy too? Does it, do you feel like it holds a lot of weight or do you feel like it's I, just exactly how you expected it to be? Can I say like, I don't even know yet. You yeah. Know, like, yes. That's a great answer. Cause like, I don't know yet. I don't really know how I feel about being in Hamilton. I'm still like, you know what I mean? Like in the legacy, it's like, I don't even know. Like, I feel like, I feel like it's such a big thing and it's so iconic in a way that like I haven't really been able to digest it. I've had moments over, you know, quarantine and like the lockdown where it's like I'm listening to the show and it's like, oh, my God, I used to do this show. I used to really do this show. This is phenomenal. This show is crazy. But then it's like but then like how do I really feel about it? How do I really feel about it? It, it, it's like I know I have so many more feelings like and it's all good things. You know what I mean? They're all amazing things, but I don't. I can't even put words to it yet because it's right. so incredible. The, the show is incredible. And what it has done for, you know, the black and brown community in theater is incredible. Like, that's something that I will say. Like, let's be real. I don't give a fuck. You guys want people want to call out Hamilton in the beginning and do all this bullshit. But y'all were not calling out all of these other shows. You know what I'm saying? All of these other shows <laughs> that are literally, literally just white people. And yeah. I understand and I understand I understand the issues that people had, but it's like let's not get carried away. And and I'll I'll, I'll do that. I'll say that till till my like last breath because we can't forget where we were five years ago because or even six years ago, whatever, whatever you want to say. But before that, the black and brown community in theater, it, it it was solely based on the fact that you were black or brown most of the time. And in shows like Rent, it wasn't in like these blockbuster hits. And we know why they're blockbuster hits because. They included everybody. You know what I mean? They included everybody and it wasn't just like you're included because you're this. It wasn't like that. And I think that that's what we're seeing now. And we have the luxury of looking at Hamilton and comparing it to these shows now that, that do it better or, or, or not necessarily better, but like they have more knowledge than Hamilton had when they created it. I mean, Hamilton's a three hour long show. It, it's, it's not, you know what I mean? You, you, we have to have things about Hamilton too. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, I get the I get the dilemma, <laughs> I get the dilemma, but I also feel like it, it, it's like what are we what are we supposed to do? Because they did what they had to do. They influenced people to write musicals, including other people. It, it literally right. happened after. People are going to think about Hamilton and think about that's what I'll say about the legacy of Hamilton. That the way they talk about golden age, this, that, and the other, they're going to talk about post Hamilton theater because we already yeah. see it. Like it's so oh, that's clear. So cool. It's so clear. We already see the difference. You know what I mean? We see the difference after Hamilton, and yes. and, and and I get I get that. You know, I get the 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 gripe that certain people may have. You know, and and I'm not saying that anybody shouldn't feel any type of way. Like I don't want anybody to take it that way. But to just take a second to be like, okay, but let's think about when this show was written, what the opportunities were like, and 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 you know, I don't even know if we if that it was even even mattered anything i just said but like i just felt like that was important to say because i feel like certain people i feel yeah i feel like certain people forget that and like i obviously am biased because i'm in hamilton but it's like like no i also can look at it and be like this show changed my life five years ago because i felt like i could do those things and before that it was like well i get cast because i don't look like aaron like you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying like but now it's like 
I don't think, think you're, that's a biased opinion at all. No, I think I it's a, so like I think that's an opinion a lot of people have in the show and also out of the show. I mean, yeah. I have that opinion and I'm not in Hamilton. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a general opinion throughout the theater community is that Hamilton changed the game forever. Yeah. Like yeah. moving forward for theater in a way that is incredible and just better. Yeah, and I agree, and I, I do think that a lot of the time, the um, the 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 judgment comes from people that either aren't in the theater world, or you know what I mean, because it's easy to look at Hamilton and be like, "What the hell is this?" Do you know what I mean? If you're not in the theater world, but it's like you have to take it. If you don't have the knowledge of theater and what theater was, it's like you're going to look at it and be like, "They're missing a lot. They're missing a lot about this and that." But also, if you look at what theater is, it's like, "Oh, but they're the first person to do this, 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 and this." So we can't talk about what they missed. Like, right. <laughs> I also think that people forget that theater is an art form. It is art. It's it exactly. human art. It's not a history and book. It's, yeah, it's not a history book. It's art and it's interpretation and it's opinion and it's talent. Yep. And I feel like those things should stand alone when creating a project. I agree. You know, because yeah. that's what art is. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's I agree. art. Yeah. When when you were talking about um like the gripe that people have with it, are you referring to like the actual content of like Alexander so, Hamilton being the um when I'm talking like about story? No, when I'm talking about the gripe that people have with it, like there was something where people were talking about how um th- there's so many different aspects that people had on on the show um that were negative coming from like you know whether or not the depiction of the the way black and brown people were are accurate or or if it's like if it's like why why is this a story about these slave owners with 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 you know what i mean and valid valid totally valid not valid like i've had these conversations with everybody valid and you know i'm i'm also just so everybody knows i'm a part of the racial justice task force too like i i don't just like talk to talk like i'm trying to like also make a difference like we know it's you know what i mean like we know what has to change you know what i mean Mm -hmm we're aware um but you know i I really do think that the 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 thing is of course of course these people are slave owners and it's like we're putting them on pedestals and they look like superheroes but that's not the point of hamilton nobody's looking the, the point of hamilton is they're looking at us and they're like wow these fucking people are fucking doing this like they are taking these people who are like not don't look like us look like us we'll roll over in their grave if they think about what we're doing like i am basically six feet tall and over 230 pounds and i am playing james madison like if you can't see that that is fucking satire like you know what i mean if you cannot see that that's funny that this is like that the whole point of this is like yeah we know but it's like fuck that like we're gonna do this how we want to do it doesn't matter what you look like because I don't know if people knew or people that didn't. It's not like film. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a niche for people like that were a, a black brown. There, there wasn't. It wasn't really like a thing. So we, a show where you can be these iconic people and not be white never happened. Haven't heard. Don't know you, sis. Never happened before. <laughs> like never <laughs> happened before. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't happen before. So it's like, yeah. it's incredible. It's fucking incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the representation i think outweighs any negative 
I connotation agree. that involves the show. I, I think agree. that it's just like not even because yeah, I definitely and we have so much room here. to grow. Sorry, sorry. Right, but every everyone does, and like yeah. every show will, and not every show is going to be perfect, even if the representation is perfect. But like, it's a step, and it's the first show that did it to almost perfection, and exactly. you know what I mean, like yeah, and that's that's like the precedent now. Exactly. Yeah, that I actually exactly. You brought up that you are a part of a task force. Yeah, for for, for Hamilton, um, we have like a, a racial justice task force that we have where we are, you know, constantly trying to figure out, you know, ways that we can help the 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 BIPOC community in theater or just in general. Really, we we are very involved in a lot of the like partisan and bipartisan things that, that that were going on in the election and we are still there a lot of the the stuff with the georgia runoff hamilton is very much influenced in because you know we, we see the what's there like you know what i mean like we see what's at stake here if you support people who don't support you know what i'm saying basic human rights basic human rights basically all we are yeah. trying to do is make sure that everybody can live the same way. Just mind your fucking business. Like, who yes. cares? This this is me. Like, mind your business. Because <laughs> because I'm in this Hamilton Justice Task Force because I feel like we have, as people, I know that we all are are tired of seeing these things go on in, 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 in these communities. And it's like, I'm specifically in it because as a black man who's also Brazilian, there are a lot of things that really just don't sit well with me about where we are in our country and the fact of the matter is people in our cast felt the same way and hamilton felt the same way and our company like you know across all companies felt the same way and we as a company thought it was right to like you know figure out a way that we can put a stake in the ground of what we can do for these communities and that's really we we what we do with our our task force i also just think that that is a very like beautiful thing i love that you are given because you're given a platform you're in hamilton you're in something that is monumental and you're not just in that you are in it and using it to spread the word about what you believe in and about what is right and i just think that that's such a powerful thing because i feel like a lot of people in positions of power or like people who have a voice that can be heard grapple with the do i say what i feel and fight what i believe in or do i just shut up because nobody asked but this is not a time to be quiet and i especially about issues like that and i just think that that's such a beautiful thing that you are a part of yeah i agree i agree i think that i think that is really incredible i i feel lucky every day because i mean it wasn't my idea to come with this task force and i'm sure a lot of people do but the special thing about our task force is that we are we really are dedicated to to figuring out like we're not you know we're not godsends we're just human beings we're just trying to figure out what we can do as people you know you know and with this big platform that hamilton has like what we can do to help influence like things that are that we think are wrong you know what i mean like yeah. we just countless countless amount of times we see unarmed black people killed just killed dead you know and you know, we as a company we thought we it's unacceptable and you know hamilton posted about it and i know that people don't think that's a big deal but like we sit there and we think about all these people that like these companies that don't say anything you know what i mean and like i was so happy to see that a decent amount of the broadway community stood for stood up for, for what was right <laughs> i mean <laughs> but the ones that don't say anything it's like that screams so much to the rest of the community like it the, really does it does and, and yeah show yourself i know it's, it's, it's crazy 
and and i and i um also i like just love to talk to just so you know you, like i love to talk about those things you know what I, mean? I love to talk about those things with people that think the opposite because honestly i don't fucking i don't get it like i don't i honestly <laughs> don't fucking get it i don't get it. I, i'm a very empathetic person so i'm not an asshole really to anybody like when i say go fuck yourself it's because i've taken so much time to understand like it's like yeah. at a certain point i just really don't get it anymore it influences like how i feel on a daily basis like i feel like literally if you can take a take a second like mo- like a lot of people do to to just realize that all of these things that happen in the world all of these like horrible things that happen in the world happen because people impose their feelings and their judgment on other people and it's like what it's like if we can just take a second like talk to your talk to your wife or your best friend or so you know like, talk to somebody that's you know talk to somebody else because it's like there's no reason all this hate 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 it's just hate has to happen yeah. it, it's, it's literally just hate like so oh so I, I think that I, we can I need make you a big to be difference. the new host of this podcast yeah <laughs> everything you're saying i'm like yes please yeah. okay. i know i'm just like freaking my oh. hand is up i want to ask you about music because you said that you also like have a passion for like music in itself Mm -hmm. and i just want to know what kind of music you like like to listen to Mm. like to sing and what kind of music you're trying to record and get out there yeah i really like listening to like um r&b neo soul type music um you know i have like a little little i don't even know what is it uh guilty pleasure for like uh how do i it's like it's like Georgia Smith type music, like you, you know what I mean, like stuff like that. So you'll see, like I have like a song that's not like it at all, but it's like a little more poppy because I think that stuff is fun too. But I definitely feel like my my soul lies with like like the neo soul vibe, um, just because it's like so raw. It's not necessarily like the old R and B feel, but it's just like raw. It's like new. It's it's feels more like you're talking. It's more like you're talking to somebody. You know what I mean, like. You're telling the story and you know what i mean you're telling right. the story and then they fully get it and um what was the question again <laughs> Just like, <laughs> what music influences you or like what i guess like what what do you have coming up with your oh music? cool cool what, yeah yeah, yeah. what can we expect what can we expect um i have like uh so like yeah you can expect like some like um like i said like neo soul pop music it'll be fun hold on i would say like i can play you something but like <gasps> i'll see you can Only se- if you, you can want send it to. to no yeah. pressure. But I'll, you I'll do send you a little end. clip of something. Dude, no, but that'd be, yeah, but that'd be fun. Yeah, we just like play a little ditty. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so exciting. Just like a little, just like a little. Riff. Yeah. Like one thing that's like this. But it. But it. Yeah. Exactly like that. Okay. Wow. My heart is pounding right now. I'm so excited. Can, hold on. Let me see if I can play it with, while we're on the phone. You know, it's not. It literally oh, no. sounds like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Back the, hey, when I my rainy days like, just come pouring in. I'll sing that, yeah. yeah. That's like a part of the song. Yeah! Oh, yeah, I'll sing that, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Aww. I feel like, I, I don't even know what I feel like, but that was just <laughs> Yeah, right? That was nice. I feel like yes! serotonin. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so, I'm oh, such God, a. That's so, that's so exciting. But it's okay. No! No, it's cool how much you love it, though. Like, I mean. Cause you do it all on your own, right? Yeah, like, like every- I have a so my friend, um, my friend Dre, who um, he was the mall mad before me. He's like a beast producer. Like he is fantastic. And um, we do this thing where we have the creative house. It started my first like last year, 
within like the first couple months I was on tour, a few of us got together, um, and you know it was me, my friend Voltaire, my friend Bryson, and my friend Slay and Dre, and we rented an Airbnb, and we um, made some music. We just decided to like we're gonna make some music. You know what I mean? And we were gonna do it again this year, and we did do it again this year. We were gonna do it earlier, but the pandemic like just shot everything to hell. So we ended up doing it around September. Right. We we got like a house. We all like tested. We all tested negative, and we got back and stuff like that. And it was so so incredible the experience that we had. Like we grew so so much, and our passion only sparked more. Do you know what I mean? It was like we learned more because we just were able to stay in a house for two weeks and just make music, you know? Nothing was distracting us. Nothing. Not a thing. There was just a beautiful view. (laughs) That's so cool. It's like a retreat, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's, like, super, like, therapeutic, too, especially with, like, everything going on. I'm sure that felt felt, really It felt great, honestly, because I've never, like, released anything. You know, I've always just written things, you know, written stuff down because it's, like, I never had time to to really think yeah. about releasing anything producing anything to this to this mass you know what i mean like you know because it takes time it really takes a lot of time you were here you were here cj and you saw i was just like in the room like <laughs> yeah he was like but it's cool though that's what i was saying like well i mean the other day when i was he like came out of there and i was like i could never do that just like put myself in a room and like <laughs> write or like do anything like that like i would absolutely go crazy yeah and it, I like I really admired anyone that can do that. Thank you, I appreciate that. So when when is it gonna come out? Right, I don't have a date yet. I'm thinking it's definitely gonna be. I, I want it to to happen during the winter, but I can't promise that it's gonna be in the winter because it might be the spring. You know what I mean? Who knows? No. Totally. <laughs> and are you wanting to do like like what what's your thought process? With a full. It, like an it's gonna be an EP. It's like gonna be a, a it's gonna be like an EP. It's gonna be like a. That's so It's cool. gonna be around five to seven songs. You know, if I can figure it out. For the listeners who don't know what an EP is, do you want to explain what that is? Jamie doesn't know what an EP an is. EP. Of course I know. I'm just doing it for it, my fellow idiots it, it's basically just, who don't know. It's, it's an extended playlist. So it's, it's, it's like a shorter album. Mm-hmm. So like, um, so you could release a single, you know, just one song, you know, or you could release two singles together. But an EP is like a basically a shorter album. So like while an album probably would have eight or more songs, an EP would consist of like four to like um four to like six i think it has to i think it's like 10 minutes it could be like longer than 10 minutes but i think it's like at least 10 minutes because then it's just like two songs because like two songs they could be two four minute songs and they're eight minutes so it's like two songs or like if it's 10 minutes it's like an ep because like j cole just dropped these like two songs but one song is like six minutes and 50 seconds so i think it's like technically an ep oh my god (laughs) okay i knew that i just wanted everyone i don't even have a stream of conscience that's (laughs) six minutes Like, how does, how does one how does one write a six-minute-long song? Oh, my God. I can hardly look at my phone for six minutes without thinking about something I'm else. I'm dead. It's, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a climb back if you want to listen to a speaker song. Oh, I love when my friends, like, I feel like so many of my friends are releasing music right now, and I think it's so... Me, cool. too. I love, that. I love that. All me and Jamie can do is just, like, annoy each other and <laughs> record it. It's what I'm <laughs> that's best all at. We, that's all we know how to do. Oh, my God. It's what I'm best at. Not, we need that, though. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything, like any imparting words that you want to, any words of wisdom you want to bestow on our millions of listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> All like, of our fans any, across anything, the world. Because we are international. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, I'll say like, you know, I'm not a very like, I'm not a very deep person. You know, maybe people might think I am, but I'm not like a very 
deep person, but I think that if there's anything, any type of advice or just anything when it came to something that I know about, it's um, being yourself and like following, following what you want to do, following what you want to do. Just that simple, what you want to do, because you can't care about somebody until you care about yourself. So you have to make sure you're happy. You know what I mean? And if you don't care about yourself, your life won't go where you want it to be. So just like see yourself, care about yourself, and put your best foot forward as yourself because there's only one you. I love that. Thank you for being yourself with us. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time and your energy. Oh, I I do want to ask you one more question. Yeah. Um, it's the question I usually ask people at the end of the podcast. I literally can't remember what it is right now. Yeah, we really haven't interviewed somebody in a long time. I know. It's, um, um, it's, oh, what, is it what inspires you? No. What, what motivates, no. What no. Inspires? I feel like it is what inspires you. That's not it. It was, it's worded much cooler. No, it was like, it started with an S, I think. Maybe it didn't. I guess I'll just ask, I think it's what brings you joy. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm going to ask that. Yeah. Yes, it was Clayton. That, w- that wasn't it. But you can ask that. Pull it up. Pull it up. No, we can't take up any more of his time. Are you kidding me? I, I ain't done that. Okay. <coughs> pull it up then. No, no. It's fine. No, ask that question. Ask Wait, that question. what do you think is better? Inspires, brings you joy. What sparks joy? No, that's, that's Marie Kondo. I really can't remember this. I feel like such a... I, I feel like such a tool. Oh my god. Oh my god, I, I'm like I a really, walking dildo right now. I can't remember. <laughs> I really think it's what inspires you. Oh, fine, I'll ask that. It's not it though. Okay. okay. I'll make I'll look it up later. But then it won't matter. Okay, but then I'll know. Okay, yeah, look it up later. Okay. So I wanna ask you this before we go. Mm-hmm. I just wanna know what inspires you. And makes you happy. I'm inspired by seeing, like, hard work. I guess that's cliche, but, like, it inspires me when I see other people working hard. So um, it inspires me to work just as hard if harder. I don't know if that's crazy, but, or if that's just a competitive part of me, but it's, like, I don't really care about getting the thing, but it's, like, I can't let myself feel like I didn't do as much work. So I definitely take inspiration from other people's, like, you know, motivation, like, how hard they work makes me work that much harder. I don't know if that's crazy or not, but. I love it. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and what brings me joy is just <sighs> listening to music, hanging out, you know. I love it. Yeah. Me too. Yep. yep. Love that. Um, and Tyler, how can we follow you on social media? Oh, you can follow me at, um, Tyler Bello on Instagram. It's T-Y-L-E-R-B-E-L-O. And yeah, that, that's it. I don't really do like Twitter that much. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to email, like, you look like my grandma looking <laughs> the phone right now. Have I? With your cardigan and you're like, I'm like, cold in here. <laughs> I had to. But like trying to anyway. I don't need okay. to justify myself to you. Okay, so listen. If you want to email us, you can email us at drinkwinesvilletea at gmail.com or follow us on any of our social medias. Our Instagram is at drinkwine underscore spill tea, and our Twitter is at drinkwine spill tea with the letter T, not the word. Also, drop us a rate, drop us a review. Uh, subscribe. Don't uh, be hate, shy. comment, send us death threats. Or dick pics, spot. we'll take either. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Haters are the motivators. Well, yeah, haters <laughs> are my motivators. And dick pics are my motivators as well, because times oh. are tough and it's a pandemic. Tyler, thank you so, so much. 
Of course. Jamie, I hate you as always. <laughs> Cheers, Huzz. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I have a bladder the size of a ravioli. I can't do Not it. Not a ravioli. <laughs>